I've get on the bus, go to Sydney, and then as I'm waiting in the airport, Hayden sends me a message. He's like, "Don't get your parents to pick you up. I'm gonna pick you up." So I was like, "Yeah, alright." This never ends well, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go for it, mate. Um, it. Welcome back to The Road Guide. Episode 8. Uh, what an achievement. Eight episodes in. Eight weeks, mate. That's pretty good. We've been doing pretty well. What's uh, what's happened? What's been going on in your life, dude? Um, I had a, had a nice little bro date this week. Um, obviously, oh, really? Yeah. Like you can't do much in the lockdown world. But um, nowadays, you can get a double vax friend over. So Really? One mates, yeah, one of my mates came over. Oh, we just had like the racing on in the background, just like gambling, playing shot chess, <laughs> playing beer pong, <laughs> playing a bit of Xbox. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> beer pong. There's a, there's a great game. How do you got beer pong, Doss? Uh, I'm pretty elite. I've been a part of the winning team of other team doing nudie runs because they couldn't hit a cup. Ooh, we, um, that's pretty strong. Yeah, I think that's my big flex. Mate. It's usually what I say on most oh. first dates and yeah, maybe that's why there's not too many second dates because they're too intimidating well, by me. I mean that's that's I mean that's kind of a good strategy though. You sort of get them doing a nudie run pretty early in the relationship. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> I Jordo almost made me do a nudie run when we were playing pool. I nearly didn't oh, sink God. a bloody ball. It was <laughs> it was tragic. He was he was pushing the black ball around by the time I started sinking him. Right, it's just um, small anyway. hands. Small hands just not quite. <sighs> If there's, if there's one recurring gag that we can have, it's not going to be that, dude. We need to. That's getting cut. As far as myself goes, um, I've been working hard, dude. I've been putting these calloused, grizzly, masculine hands to work with the uh, the rake. I actually have blisters all over them. It's covered in dirt. It actually feels pretty pretty bloody good from working in office to being out raking pebbles. I got all these pebbles in my front yard. I reckon almost a hundred square meter of pebbles, uh, which I probably could have sold for a good good amount of money, but instead. I jumped on the infamous community board, the Longreach community board, which everywhere in Australia, every unique niche location has their own community board. It's a blessing and a curse. A lot of good things happen there, but also a lot of bad things. And uh, yeah, I basically just said, hey, come to my house. Don't tell me when. I don't care. Just come in, (laughs) scoop these pebbles and go. And I will tell you what. People came at all hours. I would wake up at six o'clock in the morning. Someone was here with what? their trailer parked across my my yard, basically scooping <laughs> pebbles in. Then then you come back and it's a different person, different trailer parked up. Then you come back. There's this dude with heavy machinery, like a kanga, what? scooping around, scooping stuff up. Dude, it has been insane. I've I've actually documented all of it. So this isn't just chat. This is this is a true story. And now recently, I've been scooping up the rest, and I've got uh, got a cute little puppy. Little Paulie, little border collie, he's helping me uh, pull some of the tarps up and uh, do a bit of raking. He's actually useless and a liability when it comes to raking. He just jumps on the rake and wants to wrestle it. So well, it would have been time two peas in a pod. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I guess. He, he, he sees how I'm doing and he was like, no, 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 that, that, is, that ain't it. He's like, I've been genetically bred and engineered for this. You're doing it wrong. So, um, yeah, it's been good. I've been, I've been having a great week, actually. It's been bloody good. Yeah, nice, nice. Well, it's good to hear you doing a bit of hard work because um, it's got nothing to do with our theme today, and this is not a good segue. <laughs> <laughs> but today we're doing you the can't road guide. You can't win them all, mate. You can't <laughs> win them all. Doing the road guide to classy events. Love them, dude. I did one last night, actually. Went to oh, the yeah? Flyers Ball in Longreach. It was absolutely amazing and the wool pavilion at the showgrounds about 400 and something odd people over 400 people dressed to the absolute nines it was amazing (laughs) Um, and all of the great things that come with going out for a fancy event because it's not just the event it's not just the great pictures that you'll see from the professional photographer it's hours before it's right before it's getting there it's doing it and then critically it's after as well getting home or, or not 
So uh, it's, it was a great, great event, and I'll talk about it throughout the program. Yeah, nice, nice. It doesn't surprise me you'll be talking about yourself throughout this. So um, <laughs> that's a, that is the point. That is the point of, of, of the pod. I feel like I've got a free pass for this. It's the only uh, reason why I'm doing it. You hit me up, hey Dan. I need you to. I need you to talk about yourself. I was like, yeah, <laughs> say no more. I'm interested in that. <laughs> All you have to do is record. <laughs> um, so, well, step one, I uh, go with the approach of. Um, it's better to be overdressed than underdressed for these uh, classy True. formal events. True. Usually um, on, on the invites is uh, like cocktail attire. Um, and the, after all, there's nothing more embarrassing rocking up being the most underdressed person there. Oh. So it's very important to go the extra mile. I always say like, if you're 50-50 on a decision, on a fashion decision, make sure you go, go with a vest. You know, go get that pink jacket. Or ladies, <laughs> you know, put that train on that dress. Like, you know, just fear nothing. <laughs> Just go hard or go home. I think uh, there, there was a pretty funny incident with um, where my mates actually stitched up um, the guest of the show in episode four, Nelson. Oh, we, I remember this. Yeah, they uh, told him that it was um, formal attire. And so he suited up and then the rest of them were just in like casual clothes. And um, <laughs> they like put on formal stuff in the Uber. And then when they got there, they like had it all set up so they could like rotate it all around. And then he was the only one that was in formal attire. It was pretty funny, especially because uh, he's self-conscious as hell. So, <laughs> he nearly had so, a so what did he do? Did he embrace it? Did he go into the event absolutely looking like, you know, looking like art? Let's face it. I saw the outfit. Yeah. He was looking sharp. Oh. He but did, he, did he commit? Uh, yeah, so he did after a bit of convincing because uh, he was like, no, nah, I'm getting an Uber home. I'm going. Come on. My home's 500 meters away, but I'm catching an Uber because I can't be stopped <laughs> yeah. walking. Yeah, so one of the boys had a car nearby. They're like, oh, look, you can leave your jacket in the car and then you should be right. Like You just look a little bit more overdressed rather than you know, significantly. Yeah, I actually think not dressing up, um, even though I can't, keep the same energy for halloween or you know fancy dress parties that we've spoken about in earlier parties episode actually for themed parties i tend to go quite underdressed for those but when it comes to suiting up and actually going to a formal event i think it kind of says something about you as a person i don't want to really target anyone if you feel attacked (laughs) by this then i'm sorry but it says something about you as a person if you come underdressed um if you Mm. come with the daggy you know shorts on maybe even like a like a jorts or a khaki shorts type look um sort of picture in that picture in like uh you know uh, i keep thinking you know denim or khaki jacket something just something, something a bit tacky something a bit gross and everyone's there really looking great um you sort of become a bit of a pariah whereas on the other hand if you're there looking absolutely sharp and maybe you've gone a bit too far everyone's going to be saying oh mate like whether it's sarcastic or ironic or genuine or not people will take notice and people will let you know that they think you're looking um at least fancy i actually had a mate that um Really kind of lived by that uh, overdressed. We get it, mate. You've got mates. Jesus. Uh, This is different, mate, as well. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And he is back to back champion on the fashions of field in uh nice. this country country race about four hours away from anything and, oh, sh- <laughs> but yeah hey, shout out shout out that bloke shout out that bloke. <laughs> should... shout out dodzy um oh shout out dodzy i'm gonna shout out yeah. fergus emmett he is a absolute fiend for fashions on the field he is a yeah. regular winner he's got he's invested enough into it let's face it with his suits and whatnot selection but mm. he pulls it off anyway um, totally agree. Better to be overdressed than underdressed, but uh, if you can strike it right in the middle, um, go for it. Step two, right. and that's the pre-drinks. That's the pre-gaming. Oof. That's the moment when everyone gets together. And from experience last night, 
half of the people there were ready to go. They were in their suits. They were made up. They were in their dresses. They were, you know, ready to go. They just wanted to drink and, and hang out, sort of loosen up a little. And the other half was still getting ready, which is also kind of a vibe. So long as there's, you know, yeah. a balance of each. Because if you're the only people there, like I was, uh, Danny and I were basically the only people there that were sitting on the couch while everyone was getting ready for a little while. It was very awkward. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's really cool. It's a great vibe. People are helping each other sort of do haircuts, people getting head shaves, people were, you know, fixing up earrings that were breaking, you know, sorting out tape for dresses and that kind of stuff. It was a lot of fun and it brings everyone together and then you're sort of drinking at the same time. You've got your own playlist on. It's just, it's kind of the vibe and I think that the, the pregame can actually set the tone for the rest of the night in the sense that you might go to the main event and be like, oh, that was kind of anticlimactic because we were absolutely having a scene at, the, at Old Mate's house earlier on. Yeah, no, hundred percent. That's it. Certainly, tends to be my favorite kind of point. Usually, because I'm really? like the last to get dressed, <laughs> so I'm like, oh, "Hey, true. everybody's here!" And yeah. I'll be like, "Hey, can you iron my shirt? Hey, can you go find me yeah, some cufflinks?" Oh my god, that's kind of degen, bro. That's kind of degen. And I bet you're walking around with your shirt off, like making yeah, sure everyone's yeah. seeing you getting through. <laughs> Cocktails shaking your glow in my up. Hands. They're seeing the glow up. You know? Oh yeah, dude. I, 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 that's 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 pretty degen, bro. <laughs> that's not that's not what I'm talking about. That's for sure. Well, well, well. I come into my own because step three, uh, the drink smuggling. That's usually oh. my specialty. Yes, um, you're renowned for this, actually. Australia-wide <laughs> famous and national icon for uh, for smuggling <laughs> drinks and getting drinks into events. <laughs> Infamous, infamously renowned. I think I got away with that one. Yeah, <laughs> you were so close, though, dude. In, infam, in, infamously or something like that. <laughs> it was covered. It was covered. <laughs> um, so jackets are obviously the easiest one to um, smuggle in flasks and, uh, and little drinks. Uh, risky, but that's that's the name of the game. And uh, you know, <laughs> ladies, you got your purses, and um, I know actually, no, that doesn't. Really, I was gonna say festivals. People hide it in their like their their hair and all the rest of it, but that that oh. probably wouldn't do that at a, at a fancy event. All right, um, yeah, yeah. But like, I've got a good one for the races. Um, this is this is where I became famous. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and um, this is why I accepted a spot on the podcast because I was like, oh, this guy already has a national, uh, you know, kind audience. of identity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's been exposed. Personality. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Uh, so we had, um, so like, yeah, you can bring in, so you can bring in like a bag of goodies, like chips, you know, a few non-alcoholic drinks and like a, you know, roast chicken. I think we brought in with sandwiches and like, <laughs> set yourself up for the day. Uh, it's a long day of the races. You know, it's like eight, eight hours that you're in the sun, you're drinking. Yep. So, um, but we brought in like ice packs. So like, you know, the, the ones that you put in the freezer, like the hard, yep. the hard ones and they're full yep. of liquid. So like we opened them up, which was quite difficult, but we got them open and then got rid of all the freezy gel and emptied out, cleaned them out because I think that shit would kill you. So, yeah, um, I'm, I am kind of a little bit, it's, it's explaining a little bit of your mental state at the moment. The fact that you did this. <laughs> Probably explains why I ended up in the news. Um, yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> so, and then you clean it all out and then you fill it up with vodka and you can fit, if you have two of them, you fit about, I think it's 700 mil. Of vodka in there, Ooh, which is, is that's, insane. That's dangerous. That's double oh, yeah. dangerous considering its location and the quantity. Yeah. So we, we put them in there and then, yeah, straight through security. It's great. Um, one year we'll um, just minding our own business at our little uh, picnic blanket and the RA, RSA came over and they're like, oh, you know, you're, you can't have these bottles of Coke because we had like bottles of Coke. They were just like the decoy to distract. 
and uh, they were fully sealed and everything. We hadn't even opened them. We were like already been there for four hours. So surely that was probably a bit suspect. And yeah. uh, they grabbed it. They're like, oh, you can't have them. We, you know, there, there could be alcohol in there or something. We're like it's not even open. It hasn't even been cracked. And then they like took them off. And then everybody around us was like, what the fuck? Did they just take your Coke? And we're like, yeah, yeah. And then like all these Karens just started like yelling out at the RSA. And then a couple of people went what? over to them. And, Pro um, Karens. Yeah, pro Karens. Karens are on our Whoa, side. Oh, ally Karens. Ally wow. Karens. That's huge. <laughs> yeah. And they got That's the Coke a- bottles back. And then oh, soon as, what? Yeah, as soon as the RSA walked off, I just like stood up and yelled out. I was like, all right, who wants some vodka then? Hey. <laughs> giving everybody vodka. Let's go. <laughs> uh, what did the Karens think? Were they on board? Oh, they're on board. It's so funny. Uh, 15 year, uh. 50 year olds just like um, giving them alcohol. God, I'm glad I got that. 15 to 50 age bracket, right? <laughs> but yeah, no, it was a, it was a great day. And um, yeah, I did end up in the um, the news later on that day for being a little bit too drunk. And um, You're almost uh, a poster boy for, you know, it's like every year at the Melbourne Cup, it's like they tell you the coverage of the races, but there's always like the degenerate scum that left yeah. trash everywhere and vomited and they the girls like peeing in hedges and stuff. And you were <laughs> you were kind of like, the, you were the opener of the, of the album or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, the worst part was that I had a photo in there before the drunk one and the, the one in there before was about the flask and how we snuck him in there. And um, <laughs> they, they were like, oh, genius. And then like 10 photos down of the reel, there's just me just absolutely blind. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's one God. of the iconic pictures as well. <laughs> yeah, uh, wearing fact, a pink it's, jacket. It's, so easy to tell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, brilliant. Uh, that was iconic. That was definitely, I feel like you might almost be more famous than me. I've, I've had my fair share of national exposure, but uh, that was, that's pretty big. News.com, that's kind of an illustrious uh, home, home, home name brand. Anyway, step four. Now, sort of back more to you've had your drinks, you've dressed up, you're in the event, you're vibing out, you've gone with your friends, you've gone with your with your big group, but let's face it. Oh, look who's got know, friends now. <laughs> oh, mate, you've seen my, <laughs> check, check, out, check out Daniel Stewart on Instagram. I'll tell you what, I had an absolutely gorgeous <laughs> hey, 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 there's no self-promotion of your Instagram uh, account. <laughs> Go to the road guard, people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, I, hey, I'll, I'll happily share pictures of me. Uh, at this event on the road guide. Anyway, um, you've got to get around the venue. Your friends have already seen you. You know, they've seen you looking absolutely sharp. You've done your pictures. You know, you've got your before everything hit the fan look sort of pictures <laughs> taken. Um, but you want to go around and you want to let people know that, that you're looking good. This is probably the best you'll ever look. Let's face it. You'll never look that young again in your life. You'll oh, never damn. be in that location again in your life, that fresh, that young, that carefree. Make sure people see, walk around. Doesn't matter how tenuously connected you are, how close you are to them. If it's someone that's like a friend of a friend of a friend, identify that with them. Let them know like, hey, I'm this big winner. Um, you know, sort of be a bit of a fraud. <laughs> that's um, how you should maybe, introduce yourself when you walk yeah. over to them. Like, hey, hey, I'm that big winner. <laughs> uh, and, I, and, I, and I think after you've been smuggling drinks and you know, drinking vodka, Cokes from a bloody frozen gel flask, I think you would be opening with, hey, I'm kind of a big deal. Look at me. Uh, so I, I reckon that's what you got to do. It's a lot of fun and everyone's looking good as well. Um, and it's a good chance to see your friends who you care about their beauty on the inside, but it is really nice to see them absolutely flourishing on the outside, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it's the only thing that would top that is step five and is seeing them absolutely <laughs> off their tits. Because <laughs> that's step five to write yourself off. <laughs> 
<laughs> Truly. Yeah, ladies, like, and it, it, you know, it's more the end of the night. You want to just be exhausted, done for, you know. Yeah. You know, you've had a crack at night. Featured ladies, the, Yeah, the lady's got the heels in the hand, fella's jacket hanging over one shoulder, and you just, you just. Ties, ties up, the, the ties undone, the, yeah. the top jacket, uh, top button of the shirt is undone. You've, you can finally breathe again. Uh, belt's yep. loosened. Maybe it flies down. I, I don't know if that's really necessary, but it's been a long night. It's a, it, it could be the case. not necessary at all. <laughs> You're right. You're right. You're right. We, we don't want anyone getting arrested with this advice, but uh, yeah. yeah. No. Oh, keep, keep the fly up. We keep the flies up. Let's, let's, <laughs> keep let's the flies up. Go on, boys. But you're yeah. right. You, you, you get the rare opportunity. Quite frankly, it is kind of rare that people really go out of, out of their way, at least uh, from my experience here in, the, uh, in Outback Queensland. Uh, reminded that I am in Outback <laughs> Queensland, in Queensland. Great Queensland. Um, <laughs> that is spelled it, 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um It's a good chance to you know, you see them in their finest, but you also see their darkest moment when they've just gone from, they should be this p- picture of, you know, perfection, but no, they're just an absolute tragic mess and they're falling <laughs> over the place. And oh, it, it is definitely a vibe. Yeah. Yeah. But it could, it gets more risky as well with the, uh, the walk of shame the next day, potentially for the lucky few that uh, found a, a potential. <laughs> the potential 10%. The ten percent of the uh, socially capable. Um, <laughs> it's yeah, it's that walk home because like, how do you not? How do you hide it? Where you know, fellas, if you're in a if you're in a suit, like it's pretty obvious that you know, yeah. eight a.m. You're walking down and the street and it's crumpled, dude. <laughs> it's, it's stained as well, probably. It's, it's oh, in yeah. bad shape. There's vodka raspberry all down the front of it, the oh, white yeah. shirt. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. ladies, you're in a dress and heels. Like, oh, man. It's oh, just... Everyone yeah, knows. It's pretty easy to spot. And rocking up to brunch, you know, with your heels in your hand or you know, still in your You've suit. You've done that? Uh, yeah. I, don't, wow. <laughs> I, I left the jacket I'm not surprised, car, actually. Sorry. <laughs> So, sometimes, I'm like, sometimes I'm like, sometimes I'm like, uh, I'll, I'll play my part and I'll be, you know, I'll act surprised at the fucking uh, the degeneracy of of DOS, but actually I, I'm not surprised at all. Um, yeah, that's that's par for the course. <laughs> well, bringing on to the show for the uh, the big call today. The big our, call. Uh, yeah, our childhood friend. Jedediah Fahey. Hey, fellas. G'day, Jed. What's going on, buddy? Oh, you know, just. Living the beautiful life up in sunny North Queensland. Don't, Shout out to Queensland. Oh, Queensland. You, 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 you can tell. Mate, 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 mate. I have got to say, can I just quickly say, um, we have had some Queenslanders audition for the show. We've had some Queenslanders on the show. Is it not, aren't the Queenslanders just like the nicest bunch? They come in here to like have a nice thing to say. You're the, all your Victorian friends are just like, how am I going to bring these guys that seem to be having a good life down to my level? Yeah, you know, they're That's trying well, to take us down a notch. Look, it's because they're in a shit place, and it's just a reflex act. It's just a reflex action for them, I think, at this stage. But no, no, no. Jed's the first Queenslander. He, he is the first yeah, Queenslander, but we've also we did we did uh, sort of test having uh, pre-recorded stuff sent in, and uh, the Queenslanders that did send in their uh, potential pre-recorded big calls. Uh, were well, very generous towards us, very kind. So yeah, I think the there's problem. a trend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this isn't going to cut it. That's going to make a lie. Let's get some toxicity. Jed, Jed, we know you very well um, for for decades, I think we could say. Well, at yeah. least for me, I, we, we go, um, although we didn't yeah, have you know, a great school. deal to do with each other in primary yeah, school. Yeah, we primary we were, school. We had a bit to do with each other, bumped into each other. Yeah. Um, you know, good guy. Who are you, Jed? <laughs> Let the people know. Who is Jedediah Faye? Well, usually I go by Jed, but... 
call me whatever. It's fine. <laughs> um, hey, hey, you can't just make up your name on the show, all right? Hey, <laughs> have I, some integrity. I also go by JF Adventures. Yeah, you can look me up. Um, no. <laughs> 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 no, I get Mr. Guest plug. Uh, I'm, the, I'm the only one that gets to plug my personal Instagram. Not JF Adventures on, on uh, Instagram, dude. No, it's, um, yeah, Chad. I live up in Townsville. Um, I'm a Apprentice electrician, uh, full-time meme expert. Uh, yep. Yeah, you know, that's, that's about it, really. Just spend my time fishing, getting heat stroke, and great. drinking beer. Yeah. It's, it's great. Yep, that's the yeah. Queenslander life, mate. It's fishing, heat stroke, and beer. That's basically how we live. I honestly but. nearly fell asleep listening to the Queensland life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's because the, the heat stroke fries all the brain cells. We can just have a good time and not think too <laughs> yeah. hard about it. Yeah. You know, you Victorians are like, your brain's, your brain's like overthinking things. You know, you're stressing out. We're just like, <laughs> beer and beer. <laughs> <laughs> We've got our light booze. There's yeah. uh, a reason why we're always happy. <laughs> yeah. So this is the big call. We've made a big call to Jed, and Jed is going to tell us a story of when he himself made a big call. And we're going to, he's going to stop right at that moment when he had to make the decision. Find out what Doss and I would have done in that situation. We'll let him know, and then he'll let us know what he did in that scenario. Jed, take it away. All right, so this goes back to 2015 when I was um, doing my military training. And it was about, I think it was a shout Thursday night. Army. Yeah, shout out to the Army. <laughs> um, and it was about, it, it was a Thursday night, and I just... You know, had my heart broken for the fifth time that month because you know, Aww. you never. I never learnt the first time, but that's right. Um, and I oh, called we Hayden. Never do. We never <laughs> do. And I called Hayden, and I was like, "What are you up to?" And he's like, "Oh, I'm on the coast for like a night t- on tomorrow." And I was like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> had a look. Had a look online. I'm also going to be in the coast tomorrow. Book flights. Damn. So I get on the bus, go to Sydney, and then as I'm waiting in the airport, Hayden sends me a message. He's like, "Don't get your parents to pick you up. I'm going to pick you up." So I was like, "Yeah, all right." Oh, this never ends well, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, the big, all right. I, I, if I, I'm going to cut to the chase here, the big call is you should not have even entered this into the situation. Uh, that agreement. <laughs> Can we just can we just from here, Juzzy? We'll add Juzzy's story and we'll have the same answer. Nah, anyway, nah, keep nah, going. Nah. Keep nah, going. So I get to the airport. Pretty much as soon as I land, walk outside. Hayden's there. I get oh, in the car. Yeah, yeah. Hey, there you go, people. He yeah. did it. I got there. He's there. Oh, man. I, throw him, I throw my bag in the back. Get in the front seat. He hands me a bottle of vodka. Right, we're on. Oh, right, Service, we're on. I tell you. Jeez. Is so, this, hang on. Which, Hayden, Hayden Osborne. No. no me. Well, DOS. This DOS. can't be yeah. DOS, bro. This can't DOS. be, dude. Yeah, Surely so. the alcohol helps you convince that it's me. <laughs> yeah, but it's so generous, bro. I mean, you're there on time. You're waiting for him. with. I don't know. To yeah, be fair, going. he was there because he was his brother who was living in Brisbane at the time. So, so we get there and go straight to, I think it was Jack's place. And we get there. Yeah. And we're going out, and we're going out to the valley. Now, this is the first time I've ever been out in the valley before. Um, One of the best place. places to go out in Brisbane. Yeah, yeah. definitely. So shout first, out valley. Yeah. Oh, first shout time out the valley. Pretty much, we get there, and we go into one nightclub, and this is where things started to go downhill slightly. So, oh. I, reckon, I reckon it started going downhill when I picked you up at the airport. <laughs> no, no, it started off promising. I, I, yeah. I can't oh, yeah, see how this yeah. could possibly have gotten so, worse. What yeah. happened was basically we're sitting there and we're going. It was a great idea at the time. Not so much the next day, but at the time, it was tequila shots with Jagerbomb chasers. Oh, and we, we didn't just do it once. 
We did it several times. Doss, we know that Jed's running from demons, but what are you running from in this situation? Why, why are you punishing yourself like this? Because he's suffering. So oh. I, I'm there for I'm feeling his pain, man. Oh, yeah, I'm, man. <laughs> I'm the breakup guy. When someone breaks up, I'm the guy they call. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Anyway, keep going. But yeah, so things started going a bit blurry, but there were bits and pieces. I remember we, me and Hayden got a photo together, and it looked great. About two days later, when oh, they posted classic it, photo. They posted it, <laughs> and I'm just elbowing some woman in the face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we met someone we'll in, put up on the Insta check yeah, it out we're going up we're going up to the toilets and we met someone a w- big fat man with a white beard so naturally Santa Claus so we got a photo it's with Santa, him right? yeah CD Santa in the <laughs> toilet urinal um, in the background <laughs> we met Santa <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then and then we started we are sitting at the front and we are talking to these two girls I remember one of them being Irish and that's about it and then I black out then I, I'm back up again and I don't know where Hayden is. So I'm completely lost. I looked in my bank account. I have next to no money left. He's in the 99%. 99, He's in the 99 baby. Let's go. World of us. World of us. There was something else where I couldn't get a hold of Hayden. Um, I don't know. If, and it's So I didn't know where his brother's house was. And I'm just sitting there and I don't know Brisbane. I'm sitting there and I don't know what to do. What would you guys have done at that stage? My question is, you blacked out. I would normally say with a blackout that I would be waking up the next day. Is it the day after or is it just, was it just a momentary lapse? It was a momentary lapse of maybe two hours. You're alone and you're still smashed in Brisbane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing? Oh, mate. I'm on the lime scooter. I'm, yeah. I, you know, you, you've just had your soul crushed. You've had your heart broken. The only place in Brisbane where you can find what you need to mend a broken heart or mend to, to think about the questions of life is to get on a lime scooter. Stuff them, dude. You're in Brisbane. It's, it's relatively safe apart from the crimes. And just get out there and hit the story bridge. Hit the boardwalk along the, the great brown snake. The brown snake as we uh, as we call it. I don't really care too much about Brisbane except for Fortitude Valley. But anyway. Um, yeah, no, dude. Stuff them, bro. Get out of there. Go find, go find, go find true love, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, well, my involvement was... I had the same sort of problem because I blacked out as well. And then for me... I just came to and it. You like was, s- and you, you, you both came to separated. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, I think, Jed, you kind of came to about 5 a.m. and yeah. no idea where I was and what was happening. And I came to it 7 a.m. with no idea where Jed was or what was happening. And I just remember the sun coming up and I was still in the valley and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Where's Jed? <laughs> he doesn't even know where we're going home. <laughs> so I got a little bit worried. Um, but yeah, if I was in Jed's position, I, I'd just go straight back into a club and just dance and oh. dance until the sun comes up and then you can start to address it. Turn your phone off, like save the battery and then just dance for as long as you can, which I've done a couple of times. It's tough, but... Yeah, until yeah, until the lights come on, basically. Jed, then we've given you two honestly pretty reasonable responses. Yeah. I sincerely expect that you have probably done something absolutely scuffed in this situation. <laughs> Drastically different, yes. Oh, God, dude. <laughs> so what I did was I've just... So remind you, I've got like no money and no idea oh, where I'm going. Oh, an innkeeper. And I'm just F- looking there. Oh, no, this is going to make me look bad. I'm not going to say that story. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just sitting <laughs> there. And Don't then... mind me just jumping in. <laughs> then not telling a story. Thanks for sharing. Cool. Thanks That's for cool. sharing. Good chat. Good chat. <laughs> 
<laughs> I forget now that we've got eight listeners. I got to be a little bit more, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, basically what I did was I just got in the cab and I said, just drive. And he's gone, where? And I said, that way and pointed directly in front. And so he just started driving. And then all of a sudden... Taxis are better than Ubers. Yeah. And then I'm just, I'm looking through and I've seen a street that I recognise. I don't know how I recognise it. And I just yelled, stop. So he's hit the anchors real hard, (laughs) broke. And I've got so excited just finding whoever's house it was that I've run towards it. And then I stop halfway there and I've gone, Shit. Oh no. I've got to pay. So I ran back and I'm <laughs> And this smacking. is where Ubers are better than taxis. Yeah. And I'm sm- <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm just smacking my card against the window trying to pay for it. And the taxi driver's on the phone to the police. He's like, no, no, no. I've called the police. You're done, bro. You're done. And, yeah, the taxi driver's. I'm having a good night. I'll just good night. And then the taxi driver's just sitting there and he's just like, yeah, he's come back. And just hung up the phone and I paid for it. And then went in there. I thought you said you had no money. No, I had a little bit. I had next to no money. Oh, you just wanted to be yeah, part of the 99%. You percent <laughs> oh, you, you always have money, don't you, Jay? So, <laughs> make me oh, sick. Anyway, <laughs> so I've gone in there and then... Cut him off. Cut him off. Anyway. So I think, um, um, yeah, we just got an ad break now. And um, yeah. Do we have sponsors got an yet? ad break? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, was like, I, was like, I was like, dude, is, are you going to surprise me with something here? Like, you, you, manage, you manage our social media. I'm like... Is Manscaped done? Oh, <laughs> baby! <laughs> Raid no. Shadow Legends, the popular mobile game. Anyway, I don't know. Yeah. We don't. We don't have those. We're not associated. We are, uh, no, but we yeah. will. We're In fact, you know, maybe maybe you're a company that um, that most people would have too much integrity to support or to be, you know, to give a shout out. We probably might, if the price is right, we might give yeah. you a shot. And, uh, yeah, you know, you could expand your reach to uh, our eight listeners, as you mentioned. Eight. Yeah. We've been going up one listener per pod. That's, um, that's Let's keep good. going. So yeah. in three years' time, we'll have, what, like 150 listeners. That's, that's pretty exciting. Yeah, um, I can live with that. Anyway, Doss, here's one for you. I've got a real good one, uh, potentially. I've just been to the pub. Um, in Queensland, we're allowed to go outside and we're allowed to have as many friends in, in any place as we want. It's, it's absolutely fantastic. So I went to the pub, spur of the moment thing, and... It's a new place. No, it's, it's an old place with a new catering uh, mob in town. Now, obviously, being that there's like three restaurants in town, I need to be quite careful with some of the <laughs> things I say here. But um, what's bad. important is I, I wanted to go in there and I wanted to evaluate whether the new caterers for this established venue were any good. Because uh, we bump around a bit to all the different places. There are places that we go, oh, that place has the best salad. That place has the best steak, the best <laughs> pizza, the best, you know, the, the formal place. Best you know? coffee, so, yeah. Um, yeah, the best coffee. Uh, so I wanted to find out, you know, what's this place's kick? So to go in there, you have to have a, a measuring stick. You need to have the control, I think it's called, um, where it's just basically the standard by which everything is measured. It could be the dingiest pub to the most extravagant, exquisite Michelin star restaurant. For me... That item on the menu is steak. It preferably is rib fillet, medium rare, Diane sauce, pretty simple stuff. Chips and, uh, of course, salad on the side. That's also quite important. But in this case, it was rump. They didn't have the rib fillet. Um, obviously, it's a brand new place. So, obviously, the, the menu probably isn't quite as wide. But it was a rump steak, 200 gram Wagyu. Seemed pretty good. And I guess it got me thinking. I said to a mate there, I was like, hey, do you do, you do this? Do you go and jump into a restaurant, a new place? and get the same thing you would get anywhere else just for the first time, just to see where does this place stack up to all the places I've ever eaten at. And he said, yeah, he does it with a palmy. 
Doss, yeah. I'm curious. Do you do the same thing? Is that something that you actually consciously do? Yeah, I'd say the palm is pretty universal. I think that's a really clear kind of measuring stick. Um, I think I'm a pretty big supporter on that. But I kind of like, I go a little bit bigger than that. I kind of judge entire towns on their like fish and chips. <laughs> so wow. <I'll> be- <laughs> <laughs> I'll, that's like, tough bro that's tough what if you go to the what if you don't go to the best fish and chip shop do you make sure you're going to the highest rated one so you're getting the best fish and chip from that town yeah usually be the highest rated one and um wow. there. and like, especially like rural small towns like there's not really yep. much choice there's usually only one but it's kind of yep. like you know how like there's always that meme that kind of goes around where kids are in the car with their dad and their dad's like hey i I, you know, I built that house. I helped build that house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I kind of like drive through towns and I'm like, had good fish and chips at this place. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of my measuring stick. <laughs> how much How much does the quality of the fish and chips in... So you might come to a new town and you're like, oh, the landscaping here is spectacular. You know, people out doing stuff. It looks like a really vibrant place. If it's yeah. absolute garbage fish and chips, how much does that actually skew your thoughts of that town? Does it really factor in? Oh, 100%. 100%. You know how, like, see, I think, I actually think this might have played a big part in our friendship, to be honest. Because, um, oh, true. Toowoomba. So when you moved back to Toowoomba, and we're obviously three hours away while we're still at school, and like, I was like, oh, yeah, I, I was happy to find an excuse to go to Toowoomba because I had some of the best fish and chips I've ever freaking had. Wow. There. You took me yeah. to that place. It was, um, yeah. it was on the sort of, I don't even know the directions, but yeah, it was, yeah. I went to that place with you. It was good. Yeah, yeah. Really I just good. I love that sorry. place. And then, yeah, that was kind of one of the reasons why I was always happy to come come to your place, come to come to a oh, party. Thanks, I, thanks man. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, that's enough. Um, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's mean. That's hurtful. Yeah. All right. No, I'm um, saying it helped. I, I, I hope you enjoyed I just hope you enjoyed it. I hope it was worth it. It brought us together, man. Was... <laughs> it brought us together. Look, I'm off ya. I'm off ya. Um, that's it. That's it for the road guide. Um, I need to go back and listen to the choosing your friends episode because I've gone wrong. I've gone so wrong. <laughs> I've done All right? something wrong. I've gone, I've gone so wrong. Uh, but thanks for tuning in. Um, and, you know, as we do uh, every week, we love getting messages from you. And uh, I'm with Doss. Um, I do be getting them on our personal profiles. And you know, go ahead, give them a like and a follow. But uh, it's the rogue. Keep it. Keep it on the rogue site. Keep it on the rogue page. Uh, we'll have one of our meme masters or even uh, admin DOS get back to you. Um, become a part of the rogue life, you know. Become a rogue, all right? Become a rogue yourself. Um, or beca- get on the program. I like to call us the Rogers because it's kind of like an ogre. But it's the Rogers. Oh, the Rogers. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, I, I don't, don't hate it. it. Yeah? I don't hate it. Are we going to spell it like Rogers? Because you've got, I'm looking at it in a document right now, actually. You've got oh, it spelt um, Rogue spell. RS. I'm just wondering, <laughs> do, do, you want it, do you want it spelt like Rogers? Because I actually, I, I wouldn't hate Rogers, actually. Yeah, I think I want it spelled like Rogers. <laughs> All right, sweet. Well, it's settled. We've got Rogers. That's, listen, if, you are, if you're one of the eight Rogers in the world, my hat goes up to you, dude. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate it. Um, episode nine, though, you'll have a new friend to talk to because uh, it means we get another listener. Um, and uh, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Dos, uh, Catchphrase. Catchphrase. Well, what about thanks for listening, Rogers? You're cool, man. Why don't you just fucking come up with one? How about that? <laughs> Throw me under the bus at the end of every episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying here. <laughs>